penny stocks are really... Now keep your opinion out of this. <laughs> I just need you. This is what I need from you right now. Well, <laughs> we need to explain to people what this is. I think, I think if you just look at the name penny stock, okay, um, and we kind of look back at, okay, why is a stock valued or, or priced at the price that it is? It's, it's a question that each individual investor has to ask is what is really the benefit of owning? Yeah, you can buy, you know, a thousand shares of whatever for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I've been able to go somewhere, uh, you know, walk in, put down five dollars and get a thousand of something and think that I walked out with a great thing. Turn off the TV, turn off the news. You are now dialed in to the Noise Reduction Podcast. Often imitated. Never duplicate. Never duplicate. No. Well, hello again, and welcome to episode 29 of the Noise Reduction Podcast. I am Nelson Negron, president of Provident Oak Financial, and we're located in Clear Lake, Texas. So we are here to... Uh, help you filter through what is just noise and what is actually useful in the financial world. And I'm here with my amazing, wonderful, lovely, beautiful, talented, smart. Literally look like I just crawled out of bed right now. So, But they can't see that. You're not on camera. They're so going to feel okay. it. They're going to feel it. But my name is... <laughs> <laughs> my name is Rhiannon Renegron, and I am the CEO. Your name is Rhiannon Re? Rhiannon Re. I go by Re. <laughs> Rhiannon Negron Re. Don't you correct my intro. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You worry about your own intro. Okay. But I'll, anyways. I'll sit here quietly. Thank you. Maybe. Uh, so <laughs> I'm the CEO of Provident Oak Financial, and I'm here with my know-it-all husband. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have to counter what you're saying. I mean, if you're going to be really cheesy, then I need to kind of bring you back down. Oh, so me being me being the know-it-all is just cheesy. Contrary to popular belief, I don't know it all. Is that what you're saying? No, you know a lot. <laughs> a lot of things I don't know. It's a good thing we balance each other out. So there's that. Yes. Yes. Correct. So, <laughs> back on target. All right. Back, okay. Um, so we are, and we actually have an audience of one today. Yes. One yeah. more than we usually have One more have than normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we looked at our, our anchor stats and they weren't very high. No. So we need no, we, we need <laughs> listeners. <laughs> so we got one today. So Kurt from Clear Life Media is yes. sitting in, listening yes. in and helping us with all the technical stuff so we don't mess anything up. Yes. I'm trying to fix all of our Just don't put us live on radio, Kurt. That, Ever. That probably wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't touch the red don't, button. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't touch the red button. So yeah, so he's here. He's helping us out today. And we are going to be talking about investing. 101. Yes. So why did we decide to go basic? So, yes. Um, so we've come to find, especially in the world of, you know, social media and just being out and about, that a lot of people don't really have a lot of knowledge just on the investing basics. Um, I see that a lot of people turn to social media just to try to figure out just simple terms. And that can be scary, especially if they're given the wrong information. So let's try to help. Yeah. And in, in the spirit of back to school. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's so back to school week. we're going to send our listeners or listener back back to school, <laughs> <Our> right? <laughs> so, well, hey, it's not you know, that bad. You're making our well while we're talking our about sound that, really bad. Just stop. Well, hey, okay. So here here's how our listeners, hmm, if we know. have two, oh. okay, how they can help. There's us. There's at least three, but keep going. How they can help us if you know because people like to help others, right? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You're that cynical, huh? <laughs> Do you watch the news? I mean, well, uh, okay. Well, okay. All right. So, so we we're going to assume. We should help others. Yes, we should help others. help others. So in yes. the spirit of helping others, mm-hmm. you know, if if our listeners could go on to their favorite platform, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Oh, yeah. We're on all those now. Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> uh, and if we're not, let us know. If, and yes. we can make sure we are. Yes. But they can go on and they can rate us. Give us a five-star rating. Mm. Even if you don't think we deserve five stars, give us a five-star rating. Well, well, okay. Okay, if it's a one star, how about they email you their complaints? There we go. Yeah, if they don't want to, or if even if it's like half a star. Yeah, I don't know if you can do that. Half a star. They can direct their complaints to you, and then they can just instead of instead of doing at (laughs) (laughs) problemoke.com. Well, and, and instead of giving us a rating, then they can just let us know how we can improve. That could be painful. And <laughs> so let's go back to investing. When it comes to, when it comes to podcasting, I mean, yeah, there's other areas I'm sure that we could improve. But yeah, when it comes yeah. to well, no, and and then if they're if they're going to give us a rating, give us a five star rating because maybe <laughs> what we say could be helpful or at least entertaining. Yes. Uh, to others, probably more entertaining than helpful. And because though. of the algorithms, if you don't do five stars, then it, yeah. And then it, we won't be able to feed our children. But no pressure. It's fine. Wait, we have to feed our children? Oh, wait, that's for another podcast. Never mind. <laughs> Great. And social services will be on our door. So Knock, knock. Okay. All right. So what so are we doing? We're doing investing, investing 101. Basics 101. Okay. And we're just going to go over kind of some just generalized things to try to help people have a little bit of knowledge because even if you have an amazing financial advisor or planner, you really should have a basic knowledge of what you're doing. I mean, you always, like you always tell our clients. If you happen to leave a statement out on your coffee table and somebody comes over to your house and they're like, hey, you know, what's that? You should have a basic knowledge where your money is going. Yeah, that sounds like great advice. Somebody really wise must have said that to people at some point. So let's (laughs) let's start with a really basic thing. What is a stock? Well, you tell me. So Investopedia, they're a know-it-all. But anyway, (laughs) Investopedia defines a stock or an equity as a security that represents the ownership of a company fraction of the ins- issuing corporation. Units of stock are called shares, which entitles the owner to a pr- proportion of the... <laughs> sounds like a disclaimer. <laughs> are, this are is so gonna, boring. I hope you can fix this. You better make this a lot more I hope more you're not listening to this on the way to work or something. And now they're, they're going to sleep in the they're car. They're falling asleep in the car. We okay. talked about that last time. We're we not did. supposed to do that. We did. Yeah. So let's finish our disclosure. <laughs> yeah. Units of stock are called shares, which entitles the owner to the... <laughs> I can't even be serious. The proportion of the corporation's assets and profits equal to how much stock they own. <laughs> exactly. So please make this better. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Wake up. He's so going to talk about... <laughs> to put it in English, yes, because... Please. That was not no no that that, that was something boring. that was something totally totally different mm-hmm. than English. Sounds but, like we googled it, but go ahead. Well, we did. <laughs> no 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 no. We got it. For, well, okay, maybe we did. Hmm. We, yes. we had to get a really smart sounding definition, right? That was not smart sounding. <laughs> I couldn't even be serious. But go okay. ahead. Okay, so here a stock. A okay, stock. so so when you see you know when if you're watching your favorite new business news channel. Um, whichever one you want to say is your favorite. Don't we're, even start we're, with we're names. Not gonna, Keep going. No, I'm not going to give names. I'm just going to say whether they, you know, are good or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep uh, going. Stay on target. <laughs> you know, so, you know, you, you may see like the symbols going across the bottom of the screen. Um, I won't name actual symbols, but like, you know, X, Y, Z or or whatever. Okay. Those 
represent ticker symbols yes those are ticker symbols for people that don't know or they might hear that term okay yeah so a ticker symbol Mm -hmm. uh, those will represent a company so if you were to even just google that ticker symbol that company will, will will more than likely pop up and then you'll see a chart from some other website that says this is what their stock has done okay so when companies want to raise money for various projects like, you know, research and development or or, or marketing or, or whatever, whatever they want to raise money for, they will issue... A car, a yacht, a family vacation. Uh, well, those too. <laughs> uh, well, they will issue... Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> ...shares of, of, of stock. Yes. Okay, so they'll issue show, so many shares, um, and each share will be worth so many dollars. Um, and there's various ways that they come up with how much a individual share is worth. Um, usually it's based on revenue mm-hmm. um, and number of shares that are that are existing. And when you so when you buy that share of stock, you're actually buying what's called equity. So that's why you may see the word stock or equity interchanged or you know they're synonymous with each other. And it's because you're actually buying ownership into that company. So you actually become a part owner of the company when you buy a share of XYZ company. Which is something I feel like we've lost in society today. I think we, and yes, somebody great once said this, that that we've just come to, (laughs) we're in a world now where we're just buying ticker symbols. We, We forget what we're actually putting our money towards. We forget about the actual company behind the ticker symbol. Right. You know, the whole idea is that you would buy a share of stock that is uh, in a company that you would say, yeah, I want to own that company, whether it is that they uh, produce a product or provide a service that uh, benefits society. And then in in change, they would uh, make a profit from the service or product that they are providing to society. And then you're rewarded as an owner from those profits that that company would earn. And, and, you know, and if we think of it as a business owner, would we want to own shares of stock or be an owner of a company that doesn't make money? Right. You know, and and I think in this digital age and, the you know, being able to trade stocks on, on apps or day trading or, or whatever you may call it, we've we've lost that idea. We've lost that that sense of, I'm an owner of this company. Should I be? Right. And I think we just don't really take the time to do the research or we think that, you know, we can't necessarily find investments to align with our beliefs and values and still make money, which is a huge misconception. And we could do a whole nother podcast on that. But I just I encourage you that whoever your financial professional is, ask them, you know, hey, this company, this ticker symbol, what is this? What am I really investing in? Hey, this is important to me. So you know, is my money going towards something that I really feel strongly against? You know, you don't have to settle. You don't have to just invest in whatever they say. You can ask questions and you can actually, you know, feel good about your investments. Well, you should ask questions. You, But a lot of people, unfortunately, don't. <laughs> well, you know, it's your money. Right. Um, you should know what, what you're doing with mm-hmm. it. And you should uh, be well enough informed to be able to uh, be comfortable and confident in what's being done 
with that money. And, and you know, one of the interesting things about investing in, in, investing in stocks, you know, and, and, and whether or not someone should invest in stocks or not is, is really what happens to that money um, simply in a, in a return standpoint. Uh, when, whenever you're talking about, well, you know, I can put money under my mattress and it's safe, or I can put it in a bank. And if there's a house fire, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if, if there's a house fire, then yeah, you may have you may have problems. Um, or I can put it in the bank, and it and it's insured by you know by the government. But you know, even at a, at times like we are in now, with forty plus year high inflation, um, mm, everything is so expensive. everything's more expensive. So those dollars, especially grocery bill with the three teenagers, but that's another. <laughs> well, I said earlier that. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Stop uh, we, feeding we, them. Yeah, uh, but you know <sighs> that money is not worth as much as it was before. Right, which and, people forget when they want it to be safe. Quote, I quote, safe sitting quote, in a bank. Right. you're still losing money, and and you're losing purchasing power. Right. You're not you're not able to go out and buy as much. And and the thing about stocks over over the history of of investing and the history about stocks is that in the 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 New York uh, University Stern School of Business, they did a a uh, um, they did some research and, and they put it out. It was called the Historical Returns on Stocks, Bonds, and Bills. And they went back from 1928 to 2021. That's like when you were born. <laughs> wow. <laughs> sorry, I had to. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm sorry. I didn't know there was stocks that old. Keep going. <laughs> so they, you know, so historically, uh, stocks have outperformed most other investments uh, over the long term. Yeah. Uh, so when you have that ownership mindset, that long-term mindset of I'm owning this company because it makes money over time um, and it's going to make me money over time, uh, historically you're going to outperform other most other uh, investment options. Yeah, investing is for the long game. So it's important to remember. Um, so something recently, now while we're talking about stocks, it was a big thing all over was that there was one day where Google was making stocks more affordable. I put that in quotes for the common person. Well, um, a big misconception was that people thought they were just getting a stock at a discounted rate, but they didn't understand that they were actually splitting stocks. So can you explain that to us, please? So simply put, a stock split is can, can happen one of two ways. It can either be um, the most basic stock split is, you know, if you have one share, they split it in half. So it's it's a uh, you have one, you'll get two, or, or you'll get you'll get a second one. So one for two. Um, the 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 other, uh, or or they can do it in, in multiples. So they can do, you know, you have one, and they'll give you four. Uh, and what that does is it it. Um, and again, think about it this way: is is that if a stock share is based off of partially based off of the number of shares that are out there, if they're going to issue more shares then that single share is going to be worth less. Not worthless, but <laughs> worth <laughs> less. Um, and, and so, uh, it, you know, it's kind of really basic supply and demand, right? If, if there's more of something, each one of those individual things are not worth as much, okay? Or the other way that it can happen is a reverse stock split. So a reverse stock split is... It's simply just that in reverse. So if you have four and they reverse it, you know, let's say that 
there you're only going to end up with two. So it actually makes the stock each individual share uh, more expensive. And so you'll see that in in you know sometimes when um, executives are trying to maybe uh, have a, a larger control, again, stockholders are owners. So if they want more control of the company, they may issue a reverse stock split. Or if just valuation-wise or, or the value of the individual stock maybe has dropped below a desired point, then they may issue a, a a reverse stock split. And so it's not like a Black Friday sale. Like you're not getting some great deal on a stock because, I mean, in the long run, it's less valuable because there's more issued. Well, you may be, I, I, I would say that. I'm trying to make it for like the common person. Sure. In the short term, yeah, maybe not. But, I mean, I guess you could look at like in your example where you were talking about Google doing a uh, a stock split. Well, for a lot of people, that may be uh, a company that they would want to own long term. So if they can, uh, because they do continuously make money on an ongoing basis, and they provide, they're kind of a big deal. They're kind, yeah, a little bit. I mean, they've just recently really broken out. And yeah, I've kind of heard of them. I feel like maybe yeah. I should look into them a little bit more. Probably. <laughs> um, so, you know, so maybe in the short term, it's not necessarily a fire sale for or or a black friday sale for someone but long term if they continue to go in the direction that they're going with their revenues and, and earnings then it may be a a good deal again long term so yeah so then it does allow more of the the everyday main street investor to own more shares now okay well how about penny stocks then i mean if you're on a really tight budget Penny stocks are really... Now, keep your opinion out of this. <laughs> I just need you. This is what I need from you right now. <laughs> well, we need to explain to people what this is. I think, uh, I think if you just look at the name penny stock, okay, um, and we kind of look back at, okay, why is a stock valued or, or priced at the price that it is? If it's based on number of shares and, and the earnings that that company produces... Where is the benefit of, I think the question has to be asked by the investor, where is the benefit of owning and buying or selling penny stocks? Hmm. Um, no, that's not to say that nobody should do it or, or whatever, but it, it's, it's a question that each individual investor has to ask is what is really the benefit of owning, yeah, you can buy you know, a thousand shares of whatever for five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I've been able to go somewhere, uh, you know, walk in, put down five dollars and get a thousand or something and think that I walked out with a great thing. Um, you know, there, there's a reason why things are priced the way that they are and a reason why things are priced high and priced low. And so we have to take that in, into consideration when we are looking at that. Um, and it shouldn't be like your complete retirement and financial plan. Right. And, it and can be a again, part of it, but let's not make that your end game. Right. And, and you know, none of the, this is all just kind of background information. Mm -hmm. You know, none of this is, is it should be taken as investment advice. Please don't get me in trouble with compliance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of this. I'm should, always in trouble yeah, with compliance. <laughs> none of this is, 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 should be taken as investment advice, but really just to kind of give people an understanding of what it means to even invest.
yeah. in the first place. Right. Again, kind of going back to the basics of what is a stock? What What is that? Mm-hmm. What does it even mean? And a lot of the more in-depth stuff, like we said, should be a conversation with your financial professional. So, um, so then let's go into our next topic. What is a bond? Do you want to read this disclaimer do, or do you want me to again? <laughs> I, I, I guess I guess I can read it this you time. You go ahead. All right. Your best disclaimer voice. So go we went, for it. So we went to Investopedia. Yes. No. <laughs> yes, we did. We Googled. So Invest, Investopedia says a bond is a fixed income instrument that represents a loan made by an investor to a borrower, typically corporate or governmental. A bond could be thought of as an IOU between the lender and borrower that includes the details of the loan and its payments. Bonds are used by companies, municipalities, <laughs> states, sovereign governments to finance projects and operations. Owners of the bonds are debt holders or creditors of the issuer. I hope they weren't at a light or a stop sign. Well, they'd still be there. <laughs> they'd be sleeping. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So basically a bond is a loan. Um, so if you buy a bond, it's a bad word, you're buying a loan, <laughs> eh, not in all situations, but True. you know, it's, it's a loan that the bar, the lender, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah. So the borrower, which is going to be either the company or the government, um, or whoever is promising to pay you back with interest and they give you uh, a set of terms. So they'll say, okay, this, this loan, <laughs> you're telling me the government's promising to pay me back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Go okay. ahead. This is. Hey, Stay you said I had to keep my opinions to myself, and now you're talking about <laughs> promises that the opinion. government makes. So, <laughs> so the bond. <laughs> I'm staying on okay. task. We'll say X Y Z company. How about mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. All right. No, but it's important they understand. X Y Z company. Okay. Is issuing a bond, so they're saying we want to borrow. It's X- typically a corporate or a government. But go ahead. So we're talking about the corporate at this point, okay. all right? Um, is <laughs> is no, where was I? The, the company, the company is going to borrow money yes. from you, um, right. a certain certain number of dollars, and they're going to pay you a set interest rate over five, ten, fifteen. Which years, really whatever. does work. I was being silly. Yes. Just so we're not taking this as investment advice, and I'm not getting in trouble again. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. Yeah, you, so you totally, you totally got part. me all like, I don't even know where I'm supposed to be going going with, with this at all. To or, the government. Yeah. They'll give you your money. <laughs> don't we give them enough money? Oh, I mean, never mind. So the bonds. Yes. The bonds. It's well, and, and as far as like the interest rates are concerned, um, you can, um, you know, they, they either will pay you a set rate over the term or it can actually be floating as well based on different types of rates, whether it's. Um, a LIBOR rate, which is one type of rate, or a, or a uh, the Fed Fed fund rate, or, or whatever it is, it could be variable. So uh, the rate can change um, over time, and those can be suitable for for different reasons in different circumstances. That always makes me nervous. It's like those variable rates on your electric bill, or your variable rates for a home loan, or ugh, I don't like those. Well, and and that's actually probably the most common thing that people, especially if you go back and look at. 2008 during the Great Recession. Let's not talk about 2008. Well, one of the We're issues. Lose more listeners. Well, one of the issues was these variable interest rates on their mortgages, and mm-hmm. when the rate, the interest rates um, were going up, it put people in a bad spot on their mortgage. So, yeah, yeah. Th- that's definitely something to consider and something to think about if, when you are getting a, a mortgage, or if you do have a variable rate now on your mortgage, you know, 
maybe you should consider um, moving that to a fixed fixed rate mortgage. But anyway, yeah. that, that, that's, 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 other, a, that's a whole other thing. The housing um, market. Ooh. But also on, on interest rates is that uh, one thing to think about is the value of a bond is is directly tied to the interest rate that it is paying. And if there are if rates are increasing um, out in the marketplace, then the value of your bond can go down as well. Uh, so it's an inverse relationship. Think of it as like a seesaw. On one side you have your interest rate, or, or I'm sorry, you have your bond value of your particular bond that you own, and you have uh, interest rates on the other side. And if interest rates go up, then your bond value is going to go down. And if interest rates go down, then your bond value, you know, would go up. Mm. Um, and that's, that's a very simplistic so way of looking at it. So we want the big kid on the side of the interest rate. So it's shooting the other way up. <laughs> right? Don't tell me when you were a kid, you did not ever get that big kid on the seesaw that shot you way up. No, I was the kid that whenever I was on the um, on the bottom, I would jump off of the seesaw. <gasps> You're a terrible person. <laughs> and the other kid would come crashing down to the ground. That is horrible. <laughs> wow, you're one of those. So I am. Mean, <laughs> I learn mean, more about you every day. I was also the kid on the uh, the merry-go-round that would like spin everybody really fast and try to get them to fly off. You were a mean child. <laughs> I feel like we need to have an intervention later. Make sure um, you don't teach our kids these things. But anyways, so. What I do with our kids on the playground and what I teach them, that's between me and them. Great. That's <laughs> encouraging. So on that note, I know we're probably getting long on time. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's people trying to get to work and try not to yes, fall asleep. Because we know that they're, right now they're sitting in their parking garage and they're like, wow, this is so amazing. No, they're like, why haven't I turned this off yet? <laughs> it's like a bad car wreck like where I just keep accident? looking. Maybe they're stuck at a car accident. That would be a horrible prey for those people. Hopefully they're not the one in the car accident. That would be because they were listening to us and fell asleep. <laughs> Anyways, so basically to sum up what we were talking about today, which if you forgot because we're way off uh, stocks and bonds. So pretty much just to sum it all up. Kurt, what are you doing over there? <laughs> yeah. Quit pushing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Both can have an important role in a financial plan in their own way. Yes. Yeah, and, 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 you know, you may kind of grand scheme or, or big picture, okay, um, taking a step back, you may have seen someone refer to an investment portfolio of like a, a 60-40 portfolio, okay? Um, you're probably thinking, well, what does that really mean? Um, and, and I know that, that some um, articles out there have said, oh, well, now is time for the death of the 60-40 portfolio. And others have said, oh, no, the 60-40 portfolio is back and it's better than ever you know there's always somebody on 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 both sides and so they they may be talking that uh talking about that 60 percent of your investment portfolio should be in stocks and 40 percent should be in bonds and then you just do that and you walk away and you forget about it now uh, for some that might be okay and mm. for others it, it may not be but that's that's really what they're they're talking about is that having a diversified portfolio um, in different asset classes, so it, different types of investments, um, is going to help to uh, help you reach your goals uh, over a long period of time. 
And there's so many different variations of that plant. I mean, everybody is so different. So please don't just think this is like a one size fits all. I'm going to go do a 60, 40 or whatever. Um, please talk with somebody, a financial professional that can help you figure out what's best for you because there's so many variables to that. Like how long do you have before you retire? You know, are you a special needs family that's planning for two retirements and two lifetimes? Or I mean, there's just so many things. So please don't take a random number, especially not off of social media and just go with it. (laughs) Because my heart breaks daily when I see people and their financial advice. They take on social media and they go for it. And I don't want to see your post later on saying you've lost everything because I really do feel for you. So please talk to a professional, figure out what the plan is for you. And if you have more questions on these investing one-on-one things, reach out. We'd love to know what your questions are and help you get a little bit more knowledge, general knowledge in investing. So would our next episode be like investing 102? I don't know yet. You don't know? You haven't? No. Just, so we're not gonna, just going to continue to go with this uh, theme of, of <laughs> basics of investing? Depends on or? the emails we get. We'll see. Uh, I don't want to read those. Yeah. <laughs> you you could read those. Thanks. <laughs> All righty. So to Thanks. wrap up, yes. we talked about stocks, which means that you're an owner. If you uh, and, and if and we talked about bonds, which means that you are a lender. Um, and how, a borrower. No. Huh? The company's borrowing money from you. Oh, back to the government. Okay, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I said company. I didn't even say government. But it is something to think about whenever you go to vote and they have a <laughs> No, uh, we can't talk about that. Yeah, we can. We could say that, you know, there's a, a, a item on the ballot talking about issuing bonds for a new mm, whatever. swimming pool yeah. or whatever. That's something to think about is, mm-hmm. oh, they want to borrow money from me. Right. And they're going to pay me X amount of dollars for them borrowing that money. Um and yeah, we can get into taxes and all that no, other stuff, but not today. Not today. We've already been talking too long. That's a whole nother. Okay. Yeah. So why don't you, to wrap up, tell us how they can let us know what they loved about this episode Okay. and how so, they love all of our other episodes. If you want to say something really mean, that's Nelson at ProvidenceOak.com. <laughs> if you want to say something really nice or you have a legitimate question, <laughs> you can reach out to me. And that's re R-H-I, at ProvidenceOak.com. Um, we're on social media, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn. We're under Noise Reduction Podcast. It's a cute little guy with a coffee mug. And So are you saying that the questions that I get are not legitimate questions? Mm. No, I'm saying to say everything <laughs> mean and weird towards you because I don't need to filter through that. I don't want to filter through that noise. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, you can find, like she said, you can find us on Facebook, um, Noise Reduction Podcast, or Profit and Oak uh, Financial, either one. You oh, go yeah. To, you can go to our-, our we, have a, we have legitimate We, we actually have a real business, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are professionals. <laughs> I know. It's scary. You can go to uh, ProvidenceAndOakFinancial.com. We have uh, all of our resources there. Past uh, podcasts. Yeah. Previous episodes um, through, uh, uh, thank you- Kurt for getting us all set up and, and making sure everything's ready to go for uh, uh, for that and lots of stuff. Just play with it. <laughs> Just go with it. Yeah, articles, yeah. blogs, um, all the things, all that, all that fun, fun information that will put you to sleep at night, right? Exactly. <laughs> and we appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for not turning us off. And y'all have a blessed day. Take care. Bye. Investment advisory services offered through One Ascent Financial Services, LLC, DBA, Provident Oak Financial, a registered investment advisor with the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply any certain degree of skill or training. Past performance may not be a representative of future results. All investments are subject to loss. 
Forecasts regarding the market or economy are subject to a wide range of possible outcomes. The views represented in this podcast may prove to be inaccurate for a variety of reasons. These views are as of the date of this podcast and are subject to change based on the changes in fundamental economic or market-related data.